Yes, indeed, and good morning. You've got more than money. You've got Gene Dickinson, your co-host. You've got your host, Alyssa Young. You've got a gorgeous, absolutely spectacular uh, Saturday morning here in October. It is perfect out there. A little chilly, as you might expect. It is fall, and it is it's spectacular. Mm-hmm. Spectacular on about, mm, I don't know, 100 levels. <laughs> for uh, Nazareth football fans, spectacular. For Philadelphia Phillies fans, spec, or should I say spooktacular. Ooh, see, I, see I did that? You, yeah. See, I did that? I That's did. nice. That's, uh, well, it's very timely. Welcome to More <laughs> Than Money. Yeah, we don't take ourselves that seriously here, please. Um, Welcome to More Than Money. If you are a loyal listener, you know exactly how this works momentarily. Momentarily. Wow, this is a Halloween-themed show. Sadly, I think I've already run through everything I got. (laughs) I think think that's it. Um, Momentarily, you'll have three different ways that you can join our show. We invite you to use any or all of them to have your questions asked and answered, your observations expressed and corrected where necessary. We are happy to assist you in any way that we are able. We are here to serve. Um, More Than Money, the most relevant financial show on radio and television today because you set the agenda. You tell us the topics that are of interest to you. And uh, unless I think we can uh, say with no reservation whatsoever that our audience asks Way more interesting questions than we could come up with on our own. Absolutely. Their lives are fascinating. You can't make this stuff up. No, you really can't. <laughs> and there's so much cool stuff going on and so many interesting scenarios. And it's almost always. And, and uh, I, I've, I've kind of echoed this in my newsletter that hasn't yet been approved by legal. <laughs> we might hint about it today. See how much trouble I can get myself mm, in. See who's listening. Yeah. Mm, big brother, <laughs> big brother. Well, big sister, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at any rate, hello, Nancy. Nancy, sorry, sorry. Is this is this Monica, mic on? Are you, are you... <laughs> <laughs> Where's Nancy? Sorry, that's that's a different reference to a totally different time. Mm. So, if uh, you are just joining us for the very first time, again, most relevant financial show on radio at any point on any station anywhere in America because. You set the tone, and if you wish to change the agenda, if you want to redirect the topic, all you have to do is call 610-720-7900, 610-720-7900. You can send emails, alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com if you want to go directly to the show host. And if you want to go to Wingman, you can send it to gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. And... You may listen to our show yourselves. You may share our show with anyone that you care about, coast to coast, north and south. If they've got internet access, if they've got a smartphone, a laptop, a tablet. Do people have tablets these days? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, tablets. Uh, Workstation, wherever they are, if they have internet, they've got more than money. Go to morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Miracles of Modern Technology, a red button appears every Saturday morning. And you hit the Listen Live button, and your iHeartMedia takes you right to our show, and it's a fantastic service. We have folks that listen all up and down the eastern seaboard. Lots of folks in the upper Midwest, uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, lots of folks on the West Coast. And you, 
and you. 610-720-7900. That's the number that you call. Lots of excitement in the air. Uh, please forgive uh, your host this morning, uh, as she may have uh, not quite the dulcet tones in her voice that she usually does, because her voice was uh, a, a little overactive a little last tacked. evening. It was tact. Oh, good use of the word. Look at you. You're getting all punish. Nice. Very nice. A little tax. Completely intentional. Yes, very nice. What? What? Why in the world was your voice tax last night? I was night? screaming <laughs> at the top of my lungs for for um, a couple hours for the Nazareth area high school Blue Eagles. Uh, yeah, cheering, cheering from the stands at Cottingham Stadium for my son and his football team. Uh, yeah, they needed encouragement, and and, and and they won, and they won the game, which was way closer and scarier than expected. Um, and then they won the EPC South Championship, so it was very exciting. We knew the championship was on the line, and Easton put up its biggest fight of the season. Uh, they they played very well. They did. Um, Lots of weird things happen in that game, too. But that's what happens. That's what makes games exciting. You never know. Uh, it doesn't matter who you're playing against. You can mess up. They can mess up. Uh, lucky things. You know, just it was very exciting. And I was doing a lot of screaming. I, I, I turned to Gene at one point and said, we might be whispering on the radio <laughs> tomorrow morning. <laughs> uh, I said, ah, come on, a couple shots of whiskey. I mean, I uh, had a cup of tea with a cup honey of tea. That's what I, I that's that's yeah. what I meant exactly. It's just to soothe. Yeah, the word the bourbon throat. never came out of my mouth. It was, <laughs> it was. Uh, you shouldn't be burping if you're drinking tea. Is probably what oh. I said. I think so. Burping. Burping. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Take so, um, the screaming paid off. Um, we we uh, it was funny. We could hear some of the people in the stands behind us saying that the team looked flat in the first half. That Nazareth looked flat. I heard a couple people say mm. that. They're like, "Come mm. on, boys!" Um, they weren't flat in the second half. Oh, they came out of that locker room after halftime, and and that's what we've done a lot of second half. Um, you know, they make adjustments. Adjustments, yeah. And so it was very very exciting. My first time in Easton's stadium spectacular it's gosh impressive much bigger than many college stadiums mm. that i've been in and um nazareth was incredibly well represented <laughs> Easton a little less so mm. uh although uh tip of the hat and also a shake of the finger to the Easton uh student section oh my god they were uh, both amazing and disappointing <laughs> They were incredibly amazing with their energy. Their band is spectacular. Um, their support for their their team was was uh, unbridled. It was awesome. impressive. Yes. And then they had to go low. Yep. And they were saying some things that um, Easton, as a school district, should be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. They should have um, better better control over their students. They should have better instruction for their students. They should let them know what's appropriate, what's inappropriate, and not tolerate it. Yeah. So the first time somebody starts to um, be um, 
and and they make a, a really nice announcement before the game. Unsportsmanlike conduct will be not tolerated by anybody in attendance, and then they tolerate it. Yeah. If it's uh, if if Easton meant what they said, as soon as the student section started the trash talk, they would have emptied the sec- section. They would have called a timeout on the field, pulled all those kids out of there, and sent them home. Mm. And they didn't. It's it's a shame that 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 they had to go there because otherwise we were like in awe of their energy oh and their synchronization gosh. and their spirit. Uh, it, from our side of the field, of course, the visitor side, we're watching them going. These kids <sighs> are out. They're fantastic. It was entertaining. It was very entertaining, and they they, they clearly were committed. And then they uh, go low. Yeah. And freedom and, did the same thing. Mm, that's a shame. Yep. And again, the school district, that's your that's your responsibility. If you're I, I and I don't know anybody in the school district. I have no idea. I have no not, I don't know who the superintendent is. I don't know who those people are. I don't know. But if you do know them and if they're listening, that's on you. Kid, these are kids. Kids make stupid judgment calls. All the time. It's up to you as the head of the school to set the tone. And, ex- and 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 make sure that they're clear that there are consequences when you cross the line. Mm. On the field, the zebras were pretty quick to toss the yellow flag when somebody just stood up and stood there. Yeah. They were, well, that's taunting. Okay, if that's a 15-yarder on the field, they should have pulled those kids out of the student section. That's right. Oh, we were watching the um, big ticket on WFMZ mm. last night. They didn't have any highlights from the— um, Nazareth and Easton game, no nothing, just a score. But there were video highlights of a few other games, and um, there was a 15-yard taunting penalty for after a touchdown in overtime. <gasps> I think it—I'm going to get this wrong. I feel like it was the Bethlehem Catholic-Allentown Central game, mm. and they called it back, like— Unbelievable! Like he celebrated a t- celebrated a uh, touchdown in yeah. overtime, and they're like taunting, and they penalize uh, them. So a lot of those kinds of calls. And Andrew had a few complaints about one of the um, officials in particular making several calls he disputed last night. That happens. That happens. But it does happen. Yeah. And sadly, there are occasions. I I wouldn't put last night into this category, but we've been at games this season where. The zebras decided the game was about them. They wanted to be the stars of the game. They wanted to make sure that they imposed their presence and let everybody know who Influence they are. Influence the outcome. Influence the outcome. <laughs> um, gosh, if that wasn't great enough, as we're leaving the game, there there was a, a young man behind us who had a potty mouth. Uh, yes, he did. Yes. And he's an, ah, the Phillies are losing. The mm, Phillies are losing and they're losing. And then we get home, and they did not lose. No. They they win. They win. They win. Wow, what an incredible comeback against one of the game's best pitchers, the Phillies. I'll tell you what. um, You were were in this studio with me the the day after the first game of the season when I predicted, because the Phillies (laughs) won their first, Yankees won their first. Well, that's obviously they're going to be in the World Series. I, I was I was half correct and really close to being a hundred percent correct. Yeah. Well, not really close because Houston just cleaned the Yankees' clock. Oh my God, it was just embarrassing. <laughs> but the Phillies uh, seem to be a team of destiny, and even if it doesn't go all the way, what they've accomplished is breathtaking. For a baseball fan to see what they did last night against Verlander was spectacular. 
Uh, I was uh, here at the studio about uh, 60 seconds before our host arrived because I ran late uh, checking some additional information on the internet this morning. I, I had to watch the highlights again. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Castellanos making the, the catch in right field to save the, the game in the ninth and then the home run and all. It was insane. Insane. Congratulations. They are fantastic. Um, I need, before we go to emails or questions, 610-720-7900, I need to put out a, a short list of please don't wait. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Um, we are hearing tons and tons and tons of situations where normal uh, investment or financial activities are taking forever if they can get accomplished at all. I bonds, I bonds. People, we're we're getting tons of feedback. They can't get on the website. The website doesn't work. Uh, emails are being rejected by the uh, um, the uh, tr- the Department of Treasury. They call and they're told at 11 a.m. We're full up. We're taking no more calls today. So if you are interested in getting I bonds, they are issued on a calendar year basis. So if you were interested in saying, hey, my Max, my husband and wife, my husband and wife, we can do 20 grand now, that'd be great. And 20 grand in like 60 days. That 40 grand at 8% guaranteed is fantastic. Don't wait. Don't wait. Get on the website, uh, treasurydirect.com. Do it as quickly as you can because it may be that you need to do it two, three, four, five times in order to get the I-bonds that you're interested in. And if you thought you could cut the line by going to one of your, going to your bank, it doesn't matter. Big banks, they can't help. Stockbroker just can't help. Mm-hmm. It's called Treasury Direct mm-hmm. for a reason, but really, really, really nasty. So that's first. Okay. Don't wait. Number two, RMDs. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Uh, I usually do it, you know, the end of December, kind of push it. Please don't. Um, processing time at the best companies is very slow. At the worst companies is non-existent. And don't get me started about companies that are so far down the food chain that eventually they just go, you know what? We, we can't find it. You're going to have to resend it because they just went, we're never going to catch up. So just wipe off those 4,000 different requests that have come in that we're not going to get to. Just tell them that they're lost. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, with, yeah without a doubt, me? without a doubt. So uh, RMDs, don't wait. If you're typically a December RMD baby, November is right around the corner. Think Tuesday, November 1st. Ugh, how did that happen? Yeah, it's like a blink. Like October a blink. disappeared. Um. And I think I've said that every month. <laughs> well, that's, that part is true. It's, time is flying. Uh, no, days are slow. Years are fast. Yeah. They just go like. These like, aren't slow. No, not where you are. No. No. Now, the more than money world headquarters, the days are pretty exciting. Uh, and the parking lots can be really exciting, too. So all you Karens out there that want to park in our parking lot, you just stop on by. Have, have a conversation with Gene and then oh. and then wave goodbye to me with Gene, one finger. Gene, <laughs> Gene played traffic cop yesterday and he did see a little birdie. Indeed. Indeed. 
from a Karen. <laughs> a Karen gave Jean the finger yesterday. Oh, yes. In our own parking lot. Oh, yes. And it was not a client. After <laughs> suggesting that I hated kids. <laughs> you must hate children. You don't have children. You I, hate kids. What? What? <laughs> what? It was... Um... How do you know that my three daughters are not my... Ooh. Ooh. TMI. TMI. <laughs> not only do I have kids, I am a large child myself. <laughs> So I, I don't You're, hate myself. I was just jealous that I wasn't dressed up in part of the Halloween parade. <laughs> <laughs> I want candy, too. That's about the only part. I didn't care about the candy, but those kids are so cute. And I was a little steamed that, uh, and and shame on the daycare, because oh. there's no question in my mind they told a lot of people, just park next door. Yeah, for the listeners who are confused. <laughs> The daycare next door had their Halloween costume parade yesterday afternoon Adorable. and allegedly told the parents they could use our parking lot. Uh, we have clients who need to use our parking lot. We had appointments all afternoon. So we Jean have a was black like, rose we have to be very that's cautious right. about. Yeah, no parking next to my car. They kept putting pumpkins on your oh car. My oh, my God. That was not funny when you told me there was a pumpkin just, on my I car. I thought, you know. So, uh, yeah, so Gene had to police the parking lot, and one of the women, he labeled Karen, <laughs> did not take it very well. But seriously, I mean, you can't displace our own clients from no. using our parking No, lot. and to be fair. To be fair. Thank you. Um, I don't know, 10, 12, 15, whatever the number was. Uh, virtually everyone. Oh, I'm sorry. Absolutely, I'll move. No questions about it. No, no, no snotty, no... Uh, they told us, I said, my apologies. Oh, no worries. And they moved. Uh, t- there are tons of parking on the street. There were mm, cars everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then there was Karen. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm thinking at her age, <laughs> it was probably, uh, she, she was probably just hopeful to, to park closer. Because, you know, when you're, when you're that out of shape <laughs> and elderly <laughs> and a Karen... Just the thought that you might have to walk that extra 30 or 40 steps. Mm. That might have been, you know, the end of her right there. Oh, God. But she had enough strength as she departed, <laughs> having labeled me a child hater, to, <laughs> to lift her arm out of her open window and salute the flags. <laughs> yes, it was. And Jean came inside and goes, you can't usually have this much fun for free. I know. Exactly. <laughs> It's just, and of course, everybody in my office, because they're really nice people, my entire team are really nice people. They're going, oh, I could never do that. Oh, my God. I thought Megan was going to have an anxiety attack. Yeah, she was. Oh, there's like a confrontation. She it was very uncomfortable about was, what was happening outside. It was not a confrontation. It was great fun. So She's uh, like, I would have cried. She said, I would have cried. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, uh, I want to thank Karen for uh, stopping by. <laughs> be a client of yours. Well, I don't you know would why you never did... be allowed yeah, to be a client of You weren't of handing out business cards. Oh, you uh... know what? Next year, we're going to have to work on this. We're going to have to, as as a disgruntled as as a disgruntled uh, neighbor of the uh, daycare, um, uh, really not being very good neighbors, folks. If they had asked, yeah. If they had simply asked, we could have worked out something. Yeah. But uh, to, and again, in in the in the interest of, of, of uh, the big picture, there were dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of cars, most of which parked on the street, which was perfectly fine. Yeah, there's a wide shoulder. Yeah, Karen just was, you know, exhausted from, you know, lifting her arm so high that she didn't think she could walk that extra 25 steps. Um, but our 
extra 10 or 12 spots might have helped a little bit, but it wouldn't have helped a great deal. No. But, yeah, next year I'm thinking what we should do just for fun, close off our parking lot, put up a big tent, have tons of candy, mm. and have the parade go right through our parking lot. Oh, and yeah. And let the kids get lots of candy. Yeah. And then go, hey, Mom, Dad, huh? Step, stop in. Huh? Yeah. Yo, uh, t- Yo. You, you like Twix? You like peanut butter cups? You like a free uh, financial review? <laughs> Yo, little Susie, dressed like a fairy princess. Does, does your mommy and daddy want a free financial review? <laughs> yeah, sounds good. I saw so many little tiny ones. Oh, my gosh. The, the fairy princesses kill me. They just kill me. They're mm-hmm, adorable. adorable. And one little boy, I don't think he was yet. He might have been two, two and a half. As a bear cub. <gasps> oh my god, it was Aww. adorable. I I already miss those days. My kids don't they're they're too old to have Halloween parades at school. But every year, I remember, you know, try to get out of work to get to their school to watch them parade around in their adorable costumes. So, so uh, Juliana, who is uh, my sweetheart, um, at some point, I'm sure, dressed as a fairy princess. Um, I have, uh, I take credit for every good thing that she does. Uh, <laughs> does she gets does. great grades in school cause I'm a very good influence. She's a tremendous athlete. I'm a very good influence. She's very active in church. She's ter- tremendous kid. I'm a very good influence. What does she want to be for Halloween? What is she dressing up as? Be- because I, no, not Karen. I said, I'm a very good influence. She wants to dress up like an old man. <laughs> the so, actual term she's using is. A grandpa. There you go. So <laughs> her and her uh, friends are dressing as grandpas. So, so for the very first time, where I lay claim to being a very good influence on Julianne, everybody's going, "Well, yeah, yeah, yeah." She wants to be a grandpa. <laughs> <sighs> okay, back to don't wait. Uh, uh, don't wait for your I bonds. Don't wait for your RMDs. Don't wait for your QCDs. That's right. Or your STDs. Don't wait for any of the what? Okay, good. No, just QCDs. Qualified charitable distributions. This is where you instruct your IRA custodian, send some or all of your RMD. If you're 70 and a half or older, even though you're not 72, you're not taking technically an RMD, you're allowed to take a QCD. Have them sent directly to your church, to your charity, Laughing in My Nightmare, Folds of Honor, Children's Home of Easton, fill in the blanks. And you can split them as many ways you want. Don't wait. Don't wait. The request that Schwab got at the end of last year, they kept announcing from about December 10th forward, uh, we don't know if we'll get to them all. We just we, we can't guarantee they're going to be out. If you start on Tuesday, November 1st, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. So um, I-bonds, RMDs, QCDs. What else did we cover? I-bonds, I-bonds. RMDs, QCDs. Ah, gifts. Mm. Uh, recent ruling about a case in Pennsylvania where checks were written and not cleared. Not, not cleared. Yeah. Says not a gift. Yeah. So if you're Good counting point. on, hey, I can make gifts now and on January 1st and, and double up and get rid of a ton of money out of my estate, November 1st. Don't Start wait till December 1st. Don't don't uh, just certainly don't wait till the end of the year and encourage the recipient to cash the check. Uh, <laughs> did you get my check? Did you get my yeah. check? Did you get my? Yes. Did you go to the bank? Mom, I'll get to it. 
Yeah, I'm going to kick you. It just, it's Don't make cu- me go all Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me lift my arm, buddy. 610-720. Do we have enough time to go to the phone? All right. We'll go right to the phone. We'll talk to Bill. Bill, good morning. Good morning. Uh, great show. Thank you, sir. How may uh, we serve you? Okay. I, I'm 70, and my wife is 62. She'll be 63 in February. Okay. And she, she's been, you know, when do I retire? When can I retire? I said, well, I don't think there'll ever be enough money for us to totally retire. <laughs> but, um, so the question is, when she's sixty-five, she can go on to Medicare, I believe. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. She's still sixty-five. Yes. Right. So the question is, should she, if she worked till sixty-seven, when she would get more, of course, Social Security income? Well, let's say, could she actually start taking Social Security at 65 and still work her full-time job without losing any money because of that? Or No. Um, you can't um, – you know, there's an earnings limit before you reach full retirement age to be able to collect your full Social Security. So if she's still working full-time and making more than about 20000 next year it's $21,000, um, Social Security will withhold – your social security benefit, I think it's $1 for every $2 you earn over that limit. So she wouldn't really be collecting much social security if she's working full time. Um, And then the, the problem with that too, then is once you start it, you're locked in at that lower benefit every month for the rest of her life, even though she can't really benefit, benefit from earning it, from collecting it next year. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I don't know. We were under the impression from somebody that if she retired at 65, she would be able to collect whatever the benefits are at 65 and still keep her full-time job, which she makes about 65 or 70 on. Yeah, that, 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 that was a misunderstanding. Now, I'm assuming yeah, that she's, cur- I'm assuming <laughs> she's currently collecting her spousal benefit on your Social Security. Um, what? Hello. Well, you are currently receiving Social Security, of course. Yes. And she should be accepting her spousal benefit off of your Social Security benefit right this minute. Oh, really? Welcome to More Than Money. (laughs) How do I? All right, sir, Bill, I want you to hold on for a second. Uh, We've got to go to a quick two-minute break. We'll be back with you right after this on More Than Money. We could do a trivia uh, show question on uh, on show theme songs. Mm. Uh, that was Gilligan's Island. Everybody knows that. So that one would be too easy, but. I'm like, say what? Don's little boy Johnny over there going, uh, no. No, no. Uh, I knew that. We're just having fun. 610-720-7900. Welcome back to More Than Money. You have Alyssa Young. You have Gene Dickinson. You have Nazareth football team's EPC South champions. Uh, 35-28 over Easton last night. Hard-fought game. Congratulations to the Philadelphia Phillies. Three wins away. (laughs) 
Very exciting. All right, am I, it's very exciting. It's incredible. It's I, um, halfway through the game, they were out of the whole thing, and well, you know, you were happy just to make it to the World Series. You just, you know, it's Justin Verlander. You can't beat the best, and they did. Like a tom tom, they beat them like a drum. They beat them like the drum line of the Easton High School band. That's what they beat them. So there, uh, lots going on, including our caller on the line, Bill. Let's go back to the phones, Bill. You're still with us, I hope. I sure am. Yeah, uh, interesting scenario because you are already collecting Social Security. That makes your wife eligible to collect a spousal benefit from your social security benefit and allow her personal benefit to continue to grow until her normal retirement age or beyond. Give me a rough idea of the social security benefit you're currently collecting. Um, uh, the new one said 28 minus whatever Medicare is. Oh, sure. Yeah. But the gross is 20. Let's use uh, uh, 28 is uh, just not a convenient number for me. I'll use three. So, <laughs> three, okay. so from, right. <laughs> from a mathematical standpoint, spousal benefit is approximately half of the benefit that you're receiving. That would be 1500 So, gosh, I'm right back into odd numbers. And because your wife uh, will be 63 in March, there will be, I'm sorry, February, there will be a slight reduction in that uh, Fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars. But even if it's a significant reduction, she should still likely, right this minute, be able to collect about a thousand bucks a month on her spousal benefit from your Social Security and collect that until she retires, and then she can convert to her own Social Security earnings um, benefit. Um, we have the extreme benefit in our More Than Money World Headquarters of having a Social Security Medicare partner, Mr. Mark Basak, who is second to none. And uh, we are, uh, Alyssa and I are both 97.3% uh, confident that we can, uh, that we are giving you uh, the, uh, the accurate information, but we would encourage you to at least have that conversation with Mark. There's absolutely okay. no charge for that. And, you may okay. find out that as a family, you pick up uh, ten or twelve thousand bucks a year of additional income over the next four or five years. That's unreal. Where yeah. did that start? <laughs> we definitely want to um, have that consultation with Mark. I'm I'm just checking okay. into the the rules here, and um, I actually think um, that there was deemed filing the term that they used to use for this. It it gets very complicated, but it I'm finding be. an example on the Social Security website that says that Maria can no longer file only for the spousal benefit and delay filing for her own retirement. Yeah, there was a change in the rules, but it was fundamentally based on people who were not yet taking Social Security benefits. And in this case, Bill absolutely is. So, mm -hmm. uh, Bill, well, can uh, I, uh, I, yeah, go ahead. May, may I give you um, my full name and contact information off the air? Uh, what we'll do, as a matter of fact, if you have a pencil and paper there, we don't typically announce our contact okay. information, but I'll give that to you okay. and for everybody else listening. If you have a question okay. about Social Security or Medicare or about a second okay. opinion meeting or any reason, you can do a couple things. You can call the office at 610-746-7007, um, Monday okay. through Friday, normal business hours, and just let them know that you spoke to us on the radio, and they will make sure that they schedule that with Mark. 
Um, if okay. you if you have questions about anything else, of course, Alyssa is available to me as well for a second opinion on your entire uh, picture. But yeah, if uh, this unfolds the way we are very, very, very hopeful uh, over the next four or five years, your family could pick up an extra fifty or sixty thousand bucks. Well, that would be really cool. <laughs> Night, Especially with five grandkids. <laughs> uh, uh, it, it will certainly be more useful in your hands than it will be in the hands of the federal government. So, Bill, thank Amen. you so much for your call. Thanks for your uh, thanks for your info. Thanks no, for it. No worries. Thank you. Right, bye. Uh, <clears throat> so there I was on a Saturday morning listening to this radio show. I thought I had a pretty straightforward question, and as it turns out. It looks like we're going to pick up 40 or 50 grand, sweetheart. <laughs> That'd be uh, nice. Yeah. And by the way, keep on working. Keep <laughs> on working. Just see you. I'll, I'll make you breakfast. See you in the morning. Aww. I'm not going to sit in bed. I'll, I'll make you breakfast. Yeah, I mean, when you say that, it just sweetens the pot. So to speak. Sure. Yeah. Well, if you have cinnamon rolls. Mm. <clears throat> if it's an omelet, it's more savory than sweet. 610-720-7900. Please join us. Gosh, I wonder if the next caller will pick up forty or 50000 bucks from listening to More Than Money. Wouldn't that be cool? I mean, I would entice everyone to call. I, I would think. Could make, up a, make up a question. <laughs> Just do something, for gosh sake. 610-720-7900. Again, under the heading of Do Not Wait. Do Not Wait. If you're interested in I-bonds, go on the website as soon as you can because it's going to be challenging. You're going to need multiple shots at this. Do not wait to take your RMDs. November 1st is Tuesday, which also means the election day is next a week from that Tuesday. We'll circle back to that. Uh, November 1st, I-bonds. November 1st, RMDs. November 1st, QCDs, charitable, uh, qualified charitable distributions. And November 1st, if you make family gifts, if you make gifts of any kind, November 1st should be your um, calendar. You should circle that on the calendar and get that done as early as you possibly uh, can. Uh, 610-720-7900. And no, I wasn't talking to Bobby Gunther Walsh about the fact that Liz Cheney, who has claimed to be um, Republican Party royalty and and um, bleeds Republican and then turned her back on President Trump and then decided to join with the Democrats in uh, the January 6th committee and then got her head handed to her in the um, primary in her home state and got kicked to the curb, just contributed half a million dollars to the Democratic candidate for the governor of Arizona. And her political action committee is contributing to Democrats around the country. So let me think. Oh, there's a word. It's a, is it hypocrite? Just a lying sack. Of, I, I just, I don't remember exactly the correct term for somebody who has been telling us less than the truth about who they really, really are. But it's nice. I, I, I tip of the hat. You get to see who she really is. Mm. And now we know that we were right all along. <laughs> 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Gary. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Gene and Alyssa. How are you this morning? Very well. How may we serve good. you? 
I, I think I have a quick question with regards to Social Security. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm currently collecting a restricted application on my wife. Uh, I'm going to turn 70 in March. My question to you is, how early should I make my appointment with Social Security office to start collecting what I should collect at 70? So the month that you want to receive the benefit, the, pay, the, the money comes the month after you start. So let's say you want to receive the money in March. You need to ta- tell Social Security you want to start your benefit in February. So your February benefit will arrive in March. So that's the first thing that you should know. Technically, you can ap- apply um, the end of, at the end of the previous month, but we usually recommend giving at least a month's advance notice so that it gets to you um, when you want it. You do get to specify when you want it to start, so you know you don't have to worry about calling too soon and starting mm. it too soon. Um, Is November first too soon? Uh, no, not really. Uh, we usually and, say two months, you know, but. And does he have to have an appointment in the office or can he do it online? If it's a straightforward application, which it, um, I'm not sure if the fact that you're on that special. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that will prohibit you from doing it online, but I think you could try. Um, if it's a straightforward application, you can do it online and say, I want to start my retirement benefit and mm-hmm. walk through it. But I know that special circumstances like a survivor benefit or um, any kind of little nuances like that require an appointment. Mm. In your case, um, if you're comfortable using the website, you should be able to give it a shot. And at the very least, give that a shot on the website. And if you don't, aren't successful for whatever reason, either talk to Mark Basak or then go ahead and make the appointment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Very good. Okay. Well, yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You have a good day. You too. God bless. 610-720-7900, 610-720-7900, Social Security, always an interesting topic, mm. always an interesting uh, topic. I had an interesting, in my opinion, I think theirs as well, uh, conversation with a, a couple that had been clients for a long time. They're wonderful folks. Um, they were in uh, Thursday afternoon after our <sighs> compliance meeting, uh, regulators insist that we have compliance meetings so we can be trained up to be compliant. (laughs) They're dreadful. They really are dreadful. Um, But my clients were very patient and very kind, and it was late in the day, but they were, uh, we we talked about uh, their retirement, which has not yet happened, Mm -hmm. but it's on the horizon, and the fact that uh, Social Security maxes out at age 70 and they said, well, I'm not really sure I want to wait until 70. I said, there, there, there's no requirement that you do wait. Right. If you have savings, you might very well decide to transition or bridge. Hey, I want to retire at 68. I don't want to wait till 70. Well, you might take extra out of your IRAs or your 401ks for two years, allow your Social Security to continue to grow, and then max out at 70. Yes, so that, that that can be a strategy that can be very, very useful. A lot of folks are not, they, they are so attuned to RMDs. I don't have to take any money out till I'm 72. Right. You don't have, have to, to, but yeah. you're allowed to. Um, that growth in the Social Security when you defer it is guaranteed. So it's been proven 
that doing what you just described, using your retirement savings, your investments to bridge while you defer your Social Security. And then if that allows you to then either stop relying on your retirement savings or decrease your withdrawals, your portfolio will last longer it's it's a it, it kind of ensures the longevity of your portfolio it's been proven that that strategy and you end up with more money <laughs> well and it's that. money you can't outlive yeah yeah it's uh, the great. number one fear of folks going into retirement is running out of money running out of money uh, geez, I, I, I i here i am and i can't pay my bills if you uh, max out and this couple it, it appears w- will certainly max out um, at age 70, approximately, it's a little low, but approximately 4000 bucks. Hmm. Spousal, half of that. Yeah. So if they bridge, transition, um, wait until age 70 to max out, 6000 bucks a month, $72,000 a year as their base retirement income adjusted for inflation. If they were on... Social Security this year at six thousand, and they got the eight point two, eight point seven. I think it's eight point seven. Uh, eight point something, uh, cola, uh, four hundred and eighty dollars, five hundred dollar a month increase. Yeah. Uh, that's breathtaking. Eight point seven. Yeah, it sure is. The only thing more breathtaking than that increase is the cost of fuel oil. You want to talk about people having the breath knocked right out of them. It's when they they get their fuel oil delivery and they go to the door and they're handed that bill. And it says we just delivered 100 gallons and it's $600. Or we just filled your 275-gallon tank. It only took 250 and that's mm, $1,500. Dollars. Excuse me while I go cry because that moment is in my future. <laughs> oh, it's a, a, for so many people. Yeah, yeah. And there will, I guarantee you, thank you, Joe Biden, I guarantee you there will be seniors in our community, in the Lehigh Valley, in the middle of February, the coldest month of the year, who will be making a choice between being able to keep heat in their home or food on their table. Because if they're dropping $1,500, $2,000 for some of them, that's more than they they receive in a monthly basis. Um, pray for it, a mild winter. Pr- uh, and, and pray for an epiphany on the part of our political leaders, please, um, that they change their uh, policies around energy. Because energy issues drive everything else in the economy. I will... Um, Highlight, therefore, that's my radio segue, uh, our October newsletter, which has been written but not yet approved, will uh, uh, all everything that comes out of our office has to be approved by legal. And uh, my current assumption is that legal's just been very busy. That's my assumption. Because of the compliance meeting. Oh, it may very well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's a lot of prep there. So, yeah, let's, let's cut them a break. Because if they have any intention of adjusting my newsletter based on compliance, um, I'll get on a plane myself. Dean might become a Karen. I'll be. (laughs) I will treat. I will treat them every bit as respectfully as Karen treated me yesterday. Uh, Because the entire newsletter talks about um, the state of our nation and what needs to happen. 
And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is not without its sharpness. <laughs> it is not without its very pointed uh, point of view. Um, Abraham Lincoln is prominently quoted throughout the newsletter. I think for most of you it will be a, uh, a confirmation of what you believe. And for some folks, since we have thousands and thousands of folks who receive our newsletter, it will be a confirmation that they no longer want to read anything from Gene. And, <laughs> and we will get some uh, unsubscribes, um, maybe more than some. And uh, what's the, uh, yeah, I feel, I have a certain feeling about that, about seeing people leave based on my, <laughs> you know, my personal opinions. And it, oh yeah, don't let the screen door hit you on the way out. <laughs> Uh, we're part of the greatest country in the history of uh, humanity, in the, the, the recorded history of humanity. And yet there are some, a very small percentage, who would like to see us crash and burn. I am not part of that small percentage. Mm. I am part of the very large percentage that's really, really proud. Um, before the game last night, they played a Star Spangled Banner. Mm-hmm. Everyone stood. I don't know how many people were in attendance. I'll, I'll pick a number and say three or 4,000. Yeah. Every hat was off. Everyone stood. I guarantee you, guarantee you, in that audience, there were Republicans. Guarantee it. Oh, yes. Oh, and oh, by the way, how about Democrats? Sure. Any libertarians out there? Of course. Uh, anybody? Some socialists, perhaps, or people green who... Party. Green Party. <laughs> yeah. ESGs, yeah. green parties, call it what you will. Across the board, people stood and were respectful. And that's America. Mm-hmm. Washington, D.C., Liz Cheney, that's an embarrassment. That's, uh, that's the uh, idiot brother that you wish wouldn't show up at Thanksgiving. That's who they are. Hmm. Uh, America is everybody around the table and carving the turkey and toasting and hugging and bringing people together. Uh, by the way, we've already got um, seats reserved for uh, you and Zach and Andrew and, and his girlfriend, if he wishes, and Julianne. His girlfriend's only probably five minutes, literally five minutes from our barn. Yeah, it's true. So for Thanksgiving, you're already square. Okay. Already square. <laughs> Thank you. 610-720-7900. Gene at askmtm.com. Alyssa at askmtm.com. What do we have next up? I'm going to read an email. It says, I have a client who is asking if you use any of the structured notes personally. And if you did, if you wouldn't mind sharing what buffers you are using. I told them that I'm not sure you would be able to disclose that information, but that I would ask. So I guess this email is coming from a colleague of mine. Okay. Mark. All right. So Mark's got a client says, hey, does Gene have any structured notes? What buffer is he using? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting question. And over my career of 780 years. Give or take. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's always exactly seven. Oh. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. All these years. Hmm, 780. Okay. It's a time warp, uh, kind of a wormhole, something. Anyway. Um, You've been asked this question before? Yeah. The, and, it, and it's taken a number of forms when I was a young man. It was, so, uh, what's your net worth? Okay, that's kind of an interesting question. Uh, how much do you make to, I guess, in some way, in their minds, validate that either 
I was either successful enough or experienced enough to give them good advice. Mm. In this particular case, this has become more common over the most recent years where people assume correctly, assume, uh, uh, obviously Gene's doing very well. With, uh, we don't need to, na- to, to uh, identify specific numbers. We just take a look and go, hmm, he's doing really well. So now it's evolved into, I want to do what allows him to do really well. And that is the um, effective equivalent of a doctor writing you a script because you've got um, upper respiratory something, and here's an antibiotic script. And you turning to the doctor and going, do you take this drug? <laughs> and th- that's the only reasonable response you would laugh. Yeah, that's a laughable question. Uh, you know, what I would think is that you should take these supplements. Do you take these supplements? <laughs> um, it's insanely irrelevant uh, what I do or don't take because whatever uh, financial objectives I have will be radically different than the financial objectives you have, just as your health concerns are radically different than the health concerns of your doctor. So uh, kind of feeling out your doctor on what medications he or she takes is so um, um, irrelevant to your personal financial situation that it's almost painful. It's, it's, it's almost, it's almost, uh, in a sense, uh, naive or misguided. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do we have enough time or do we go to the top? We go to the top. Uh, so we have 610-720-7900. We have David on hold. We're going to ask him to hold through the top of the hour, Fox Network News, and all the information that you need to make it a really great weekend. Uh, getting updates on the uh, Pelosi saga, the Liz Cheney saga, the upcoming election saga and if they were smart they'd talk about nazareth (laughs) or at the very least the the phillies so 610-720-7900 alyssa at askmtm.com we'll take your calls your emails after this on more than money And say, all right, love is kind of crazy with a spooky little girl like you. You always keep me guessing, I never seem to know what you are thinking. And if some fellow loves it, Welcome back to More Than Money. I am your host or your co-host, whatever you want to call me, Alyssa Young. Um, We are having a a great start to the morning, lots of great phone calls, um, and we have somebody on the line we're going to pick up in just a moment. Um, I want to recap what Gene said. His newsletter will be coming out probably within the week. Um, We're waiting for approval from compliance, so uh, once that gets uh, approved, you can look for Gene's 
newsletter in your email inbox and then in your mailbox in a few weeks because the mail takes forever. <laughs> Should be there by Christmas. <laughs> Um, they don't call it snail mail yeah, for nothing. Literal, yeah, yeah. It is literal. <laughs> um, so, Gene, we have um, a phone call. David's on the line, and uh, I think he has a question for us. So, let's go to the phones. Good morning, David. Uh, good morning, Gene and Alyssa. I appreciate your program. My, uh, you've had several calls on Social Security, and here, here, and I, I'd like to get a little bit of advice from you. I'm 62 years old, okay. and my spouse passed away 13 years ago. Okay. Um, for, from my understanding, I I shouldn't do anything as far as uh, in, in regarding the spousal survivor benefit. Maybe look at into it when I'm 65. Uh, and, I, and I'm a little confused okay. because I'm working right now full time, and I don't plan on starting mm-hmm. collecting until I'm 70. But Am I missing out on any um, any money that yeah. maybe I should be collecting so, based upon my spouse who passed away? Right. So you are entitled to a survivor benefit on your spouse's record. Um, typically, it's based on um, what her uh, full like full retirement age benefit would be, her primary insurance amount. Um, but because you are only 62 and because you are working full time, what you could actually collect would be reduced. So it's still worth looking at whether or not it's worth getting something, um, because you have your own retirement benefit to collect and defer, um, for when you really need it. I'm going to say it slightly differently. Okay. I'm going to say it is very likely to your benefit to collect a survivor benefit. It is very likely uh, in your best interest to collect a survivor benefit. It sounds like your plan is to wait to 70 for your own. Right. So he's going to max out his own kind of kind of independent. Right. And this is it's not free money. It's a it's a terrible way to get money. But but it is money that's available uh, to 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 David. At, at almost any point that he wants to turn it on, I would have him, and, and, and you would as well, sit with Mark. Yes. And go through the numbers to see when he most wants to turn it on. But even if it's a very modest number collected over eight years, that's going to be a lot of money. Right. So you just have to understand that you won't get as much as... You're not going to get the full benefit. So let's just say, for example, if you earn $50,000 a year, you might only get six checks from Social Security instead of 12. Um, Are you sure about that? Yes, I am. On Survivor or yes, on Spousal? On Survivor. I'm, I'm 100% positive about excellent. that. I just dealt with ah, it for excellent. two of my clients. That's so very good. It's just, like, like you said, though, mm-hmm. it's still more than nothing. It's more right? than zero. So you could get six checks and or you know if you make if you make a lot more than that you might get more, nothing yeah if he makes one more year he got zero if he get if he gets six checks is more than zero and, so and it's again, just the earnings test is what we really nah, need to look that's at exactly and because that's where if, we need mark if it mm. wipes out your entire mm, benefit yeah, then ugh. listen to, to this theory let's say you're you're planning to work only till you're 65 right so yeah, if you yes. don't start your survivor benefit until then then you'll have a higher benefit for those five years until you defer yours. If you start it now and actually can't keep any of the money, then when you do stop working, the benefits you get will be 
you know, it might not be as much. So that's the thing you need to figure out is really where you fall on the earnings test. Is it worth starting it or would you not even be eligible to to keep any of the money? So, David, without a doubt, you need to talk to Mark and and walk through your specific numbers to get a a very real handle. You, you You are eligible this moment to receive cash. Do you wish to receive it now? Do you want to receive it at a certain point in the future? And and where does it break even? Be, even if you got six payments this year, that's money in hand mm-hmm. that you might not get in terms of catch up later. So um, it, you're eligible. Uh, certainly reach out to us. Uh, there's n- no cost whatsoever to to, uh, to meet with Mark and uh, and and plan it out so it fits you very specifically. Thank you. May I ask one question for clarification? Sure. When you mentioned six six payments, are you saying that the, the laws, instead of the typical monthly Social Security uh, pay, it, it's would it be every other month? I don't understand. So, I never, I've never heard that word. Yeah, paid six times. Yeah. So what happens is when you um, are earning too much to collect the full benefit, Social Security withholds full payments until you are at the point where you're eligible to start actually receiving money. So let's say they figure out based on that earnings test, which is if you make more than about $20,000 a year, they're going to withhold $1 of Social Security for every $2 you earn over that limit. So then they'll say, okay, based on your projected earnings for the year, this is the total amount of Social Security benefit we can actually give you, and they won't start giving you a monthly benefit until the rest of the payments for the year will total that amount. So they'll just wait to start giving you checks. I, I see. So, so yeah. So if I if I wait till till say three years old, say I retire, I'm 65 years old. I still don't want to start collecting until I'm 70. But at 65, then I wouldn't be working. And say my income, we'll say is zero for for argument's sake. Sure. Then 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 the the growth of my deceased spouse, that money, the survivor benefit, it will continue to grow for the next three years. So I would get more money if I wait. Well, it doesn't technically grow, but you won't get it reduced as much. So the the survivor benefit hmm. is based on your spouse's uh, primary insurance amount and then it gets reduced if you start it early. So if you don't start it as uh, early the reduction is less and then you and you start it at 65 without earning any money you'll get a, But you know, of course the effect for amount. David is exactly the same. Uh-huh, right. Uh, if it, at 62 it was 2000 and at 65 it's 2500. It's a larger amount. Sure, I'm just yeah, making sure. Yeah, you understand how it's how it actually works. It's pretty technical, unfortunately, but that's because the government developed it. I, I, <laughs> I think I see. So you, you could you could say say just for for argument, there's a hundred thousand dollars in the kitty. If I take it now, you'd get you'd, you I, I don't know. You get a thousand dollars a month, but if you wait three more years, you get fifteen hundred a month. It's the same amount of money. It's just you get you get less of it per in this case six times a year. Maybe I'm make I'm probably confusing it. Let's just have a meeting with Mark and then yeah, it'll no all worry. make sense. No all right. No <laughs> but yeah, just some thank you. No, we'll get you squared away, David. God yep. bless you. Okay. Thank you. God bless you guys too. Have thank a good day. Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye bye. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred is John answers phones as Dawn's little boy Johnny answers phones. Just be calm. Take your time. 
And uh, stay calm. Stay calm, and we'll get you squared away. Uh, if you need to call back, call back. Come on. <laughs> what else you got to do on a beautiful October morning? Uh, we're going to be taking a trip uh, south uh, to uh, Lancaster a little bit later today. Watch some football, uh, youth football. That should be fun. Uh, sir. Oh, very good. Um, a gentleman too shy to talk on the radio oh. says, Hey, I got some money hey. tucked away. Uh, currently bank paying very little better than it was, but not very much money markets paying a little, not very much. Are there alternatives to where he can put money, uh, in a, uh, alternatives where he can, uh, deposit money, earn a better rate of return perhaps? Yeah, well, um, a couple things that we've been offering to our clients. I mean, the, the money market mutual funds available in brokerage accounts, like where we um, use as a custodian, Charles Schwab, are paying like 3%. Um, so there's one. It's still a money market, but it's a mutual fund. Hmm. So it's paying a higher interest rate than um, in the bank. CDs, um, brokerage CDs Oof. specifically. Oof. Um, I saw a CD yesterday, um, I think it was an 18 month for 4.7%. Um, so that's another alternative that's safe and yeah, don't repeat that because I was talking to a client yesterday who was very happy. He got CDs from his credit union at 2.2% oh. <laughs> for, uh, I think 19 months and 24 months. Oh, so he could have gotten 4.7. Yeah. Oh. For how many months? I think that was an 18 month. Yeah, it was either 18 months or two years. But and, I have uh, a, I was dealing with a few yesterday, and they were all right there between four and a, four and a half and 4.7. On FDIC insured CDs. Brokerage CDs. Brokerage CDs. Mm -hmm. FDIC insured. Incredible. How about uh, treasuries? Uh, they're similar. Right? Uh, very similar. Two year treasury. Last I saw was four four. So yeah, are there alternatives? Uh, like a bucket of alternatives. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty dramatic change from even just 18 months ago. Uh, under previous uh, presidential administration, interest rates were so low. Inflation was so low that earning something was a challenge. Mm -hmm. uh, getting 0 0.1, 0 0.2 was a challenge. And sadly, for some folks, uh, mortgage rates have gone from 1.99 to 7.1. Uh, the real estate market really, really, really struggling. Uh, and um, the opportunity for folks on the other side, which is lending money like these folks, uh, it's increased. The banks and credit unions have been slow. And a lot of people go, why? Well, first of all, I don't know. They, they're <laughs> running their banks. That's, I have a theory. My theory is they don't have to pay higher rates. Too many people are lazy. They leave their money in the bank. They take whatever the bank gives them. Hey, I had a hundred grand and last month they gave me $7 interest. And I really hate that. So did you move the money? Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's still there. How long has it been there? Six, seven years. <laughs> did you want to move it? Oh, it's such a hassle. Yeah, you have to oh, write a check. Oh, how hard. So hard. <laughs> so uh, banks don't have to. Banks are lending money out at 8, 12, 15, 19, 22% depending on what type of loan they're lending out and they're paying you 0.6 or if they're giving you a long-term CD 2.2 yeah, and they're taking your 2.2, they're paying you 2.2. They're going to a brokered CD at <clears throat> 4.7. 
and they're uh, netting virtually no cost and virtually no risk, 2.2% on whatever you will give them. And you, you are giving them a lot of money. So bottom line is lots of alternatives. Fixed rate annuities now well above 4%. Yep. Uh, it's another amazing. option. Yep. yep. I like so. that we have options. That I said the, the rising interest rates have caused some trouble, Ugh. but they're also giving us some options that Without are worth exploring. It's Without a doubt. Nice. Yeah. Well done. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones we talked to. Connie. Connie, good morning. Hi, Jean. How are you? Very well. How are you? Okay. Um, I was getting ready to come to work. I'm now at work. But uh, anyway, I heard you mention that we got to pay attention to a whole bunch of things. November 1st, one of it's the I-bonds. Mm-hmm. What do I have to do? I've been getting 9.62%. Which is wonderful. I think the new interest rate, they've cut it back. I, last I saw it was 6 plus. It doesn't matter. It's still a wonderful interest rate, and it's guaranteed. Um, the interest rate for six months, your principal is guaranteed. Uh, what you need to do is go to Treasury Direct and uh, and start the process of getting your I-bonds now. We've been getting reports, tons of reports from folks saying it is very difficult to get through on their website. It is nearly impossible to get them to respond to emails or phone calls. So you may have to go online three or four times in order to successfully get your I-bonds. So that's why we're encouraging folks to, to look at November 1st, not December 1st, and certainly not January 1st as the deadline for I-bonds, as the deadline for required minimum distributions, as the deadline for qualified charitable deductions, and as the deadline for making gifts that they would normally make. Okay. But for the I-bonds I already hold by purchasing them on Treasury Direct? Then you've got no worries. Uh, no. And then and they're going to add that interest now at the end of October, right? Indeed. Okay. And I'm rolling that over. So um, I'm not excellent. taking it out. Yeah, excellent. And then they'll send me a 1099. Without a doubt. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks. You know, it's always great to talk to you. Oh, my pleasure. You take care. <laughs> thanks. God All bless. Right, bye-bye. 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com, Gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. One of our most loyal listeners writes, I have investments in an ESOP, employee stock ownership plan. They are considered retirement funds because it was fully funded by my employer. Got it. For purposes of calculating RMD, is this investment considered part of a 401k fund or is it treated the same as an IRA? Part of a 401k fund, no. Treated like a 401k fund, yes. In that, for RMD purposes, um, we'll, we'll, we'll give a very simple example. ESOP, worth 100 grand. Mm. Standard IRA, worth 100 grand. 200 grand total. Uh, RMD, 8,000 bucks. You must take individual RMDs from the ESOP and the IRA. If it were two IRAs, you could pick and choose. I want to take the entire 8000 from this IRA and leave the other one uh, cook. With an ESOP, with a 401k, with a 403b, with a 457, with an STD, with all of those different initials. <laughs> what? Anyway, um, 
you must take individual RMDs from each of those accounts. And we do have clients, not many, but we, we do have clients that have 403Bs, 457s, and IRAs, and they have to take individual RMDs from all three. How'd I do? Good. Now, I have a question. Please. One option, let's say somebody doesn't want to take RMDs out, out of that employee stock ownership sure. plan, right? right? So they have the option to roll that stock into um, an IRA, and then you have things you can do with the QCDs or whatever. But better than that, wouldn't it be true that you'd have the option to realize that the net unrealized appreciation of the of the stock, you can roll that into a taxable account, pay tax on the cost basis, and then that, you can keep it forever? Yes. Um, uh, my, uh, uh, yes, Grasshopper. Um, <laughs> this uh, student of the uh, RISC program, uh, Retirement Income Certified Professional Program, uh, is picking up uh, ideas from every different direction, including net unrealized appreciation. NUA. And Another UA. acronym to throw into your alphabet soup. SOB, NUA, they're all very, exactly, RICP, uh, which um, I'm pretty sure penicillin cures, but I'm just guessing. I'm just, I'm not a doctor, mm. but I do listen to ones on, do you res- take penicillin? on, on the rescue. <laughs> so, do I take rescue? Uh, I admit I take rescue. I admit that. Mm. Well, Your Honor, I've been taking rescue. Um, so... Net unrealized appreciation comes into play when within your 401k, or in this case, an ESOP, Employee Stock Ownership Plan, you have stock, particularly, it's almost always, almost always company stock. Mm-hmm. What we see most frequently in the Lehigh Valley is air products, mm-hmm. where people have a 401k and they have elected to buy use some of their uh, contributions to purchase air product stock. So using, again, very simple examples because I'm a simple-minded person and it's Saturday morning and I screamed my head off. How's <laughs> yeah, that Nazareth game? <laughs> um, we have a $200,000 401k, $100,000 of that is in air product stock. Okay. Um, if we look internally at what we actually paid for the shares of that stock, it's 20000 bucks. Whoa. And it's worth a hundred. Whoa. Now, can we roll the entire amount over into an IRA? Sure. Is that the best option? I don't know. Maybe not. Right. Because NUA says I can take a hundred thousand and roll it over and, and pay no tax. And I can take the second hundred thousand of air product stock and put that in my own individual account. And I pay tax on twenty thousand. Say what? And you pay a lower tax rate, right? Wouldn't say that you'd be paying capital gains tax at fifteen percent and not ordinary income. Sorry. No. No. We'll, 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 your the, your cart is before your horse. Uh oh. Look behind you. There's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Get back here. Whoa! Hey. Back um, here. Okay. Uh, no, you'll pay ordinary income tax on the twenty, but. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people right now are going, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Gene, are you, are you sure that's right? I am sure Actually, it's right. Actually, I realize my mistake. Yeah. You are right. Yep. Um, so you, you you are rolling $100,000 of stock into your account, but you're only paying tax on twenty. Yeah. And if you wait, 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 wait for, for it. it, wait, hold. Sorry. That's right. Braveheart, one of my best. <laughs> it's just a fantastic movie. William Wallace. Ooh. 
Anyway, um, wait one year and a day. Yes. Then the $80,000 is taxed as? Capital gains. Capital gains. And that's yeah. much nicer. Yeah. And there's other perks to doing that, too, because if you, let's say you needed money from that account to supplement your income, um, it, it, it it's a lower tax rate. Okay. But what if you don't need it? And then you leave that to your kids, and they get a stepped-up cost basis, which doesn't happen in an IRA. And they pay no then, tax, no, uh, tax. no capital gains tax. Already. So you can go from ordinary income, oof, yep, to capital gains, which for a lot of people, a lot of people, is zero. Yes, right. Or allow it to go to the next generation, which for the next generation would be independent of their income tax status, zero. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, so And UA. And when you have employee stock, just it's important to know about your options. So for out, those of you out there that are not familiar with that, you're really glad that uh, that Alyssa knew about that. Oh, I see what you did there. See what I did? And you knew about that. Did you know about the options you had? <laughs> no. No. No, Diane, if, if that is her real name, is home getting ready for our trip, and yeah. she's gone. Oh my God, I can't! I can't believe he did that. I, I, it's the crap he says. Oh my She's God. like, I'm gonna have to be in the car with him. All, for yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got a four point five from the Romanian judge. That's, that's, that's the the Olympics growing up. That's a nine nine, a nine seven. Ooh, six one from the Romanian judge. Okay, let's just take them out and shoot them. Six one zero oh seven two. I know. Oh my goodness. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. How much time, sir? Uh, we can do that one. Sure. Let me read please, you a question, please. Jean. I really like your show and always try to catch it to learn new things. My father-in-law passed away in February twenty seventeen and left his estate to my wife, and then she passed away God. in March of twenty seventeen. Awful. Um, part of the estate is an IRA, which I then inherited. Am I supposed to use all the funds by 2027, the 10-year rule? I am 68. Please advise. Thank you. Oh, goodness. Um, I'm guessing that uh, five years ago is a year that this man would love to forget. Mm -hmm. Just, wow. God bless you, and God bless your perseverance um there are so many people faced with that kind of loss would just <clears throat> give up yeah and yet you put one foot in front of the other and you take one day at a time and he signed his email with a smile on my face and a song in my oh, heart so god bless you uh, for uh, your positivity absolutely yeah. god bless him indeed and hopefully he's looking out at the same morning that we are going, it's gorgeous and it's clear skies and, uh, and it's crisp and I'm upright and I'm taking nourishment and I'm still here. And you, you honor their memory by doing exactly that. That's right. So uh, the easy answer is no, you don't have to take it out over 10 years. That rule didn't apply until 2020. Right. So you are very, very lucky. Now, a lot of folks heard that question. They went, of course he does not. He got it from his wife. Not true. Not true. It was an inherited IRA she got from her father. Right. Inherited IRA rules are quite different than IRA rules. Yes, an IRA spouse to spouse, no issues, no harm, no foul. Inherited IRAs have significant rules, um, mechanics, logistics. You got to follow them precisely or you get yourself into 
a real uh, pickle. So I'm really happy that I can say to him, no, you don't have to worry about that. He would need to be taking RMDs, though, right? Uh, that's an interesting question. I suspect that the answer is yes. I suspect that the inherited IRA, it'll depend on, I don't know if they'll go back the second generation, but if his wife was taking RMDs, he would most certainly need to have been taking RMDs. Fortunately for us, that's not in his question. (laughs) Fortunately for us. Uh, We've got Joseph on hold. Uh, He will stay there for the next couple of moments. We have a couple lines open, so you can talk to Don, Don's little boy, Johnny, at 610-720-7900. We'll take your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money. doing an entire show of, uh, of trivia of uh, what shows that was the theme song from. And, of course, that was What's My Line. So very, very good. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> golden Girls. Uh, well, they're not golden anymore, if you know what I mean. Golden Girls. Uh, speaking of not golden, poor Nancy. Hmm. I don't remember her husband's first name. Uh, D-U-I? Dewey? Is it D-U-I? Well, I don't know. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Let's go back to the phones. We talked to Joseph. Joseph, good morning. Hi, good morning, Gene. Good morning to you. How may we and, serve um, you? Your sidekick. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I'm uh, going to be turning sixty four in a few weeks, and then so I know in a year from now. Then I mean, I will have to decide on Medicare. I mean, they send stuff in the mail and all that to to give me a, a prompting as to just when this is, is required, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Um, and I know i got to sign up right away. Now, the other question, now my, my situation uh, with, with earnings, I would believe it best for me to keep working until I'm 70 and uh, get full, well, maximum Social Security. Mm-hmm. Um, from a, what I heard from a, a previous caller, I actually have to, I mean, it doesn't happen automatically. I, I have to, at whatever, uh, yeah. 70 minus some, some time, I have to tell them, okay, this is when I want it. Is, is that correct? Sure. Okay. All right. Well, well I have one to, of the other questions. Go ahead. Well, I, I want to just step back for a second because you said you're still working, and then you said you have to apply for Medicare. If you don't retire before you're 65 and you have employer-provided health insurance, you don't need to start Medicare. Not start, but you okay. have to Okay, no, I don't have enroll. employer-provided health insurance. I'm, I'm using Penny. Okay. And, uh, 
Just wanted I mean, to make sure I'm of that. Have to be sick with that. Well, uh, I'm, I'm 70. I, um, the way it is, if I were, I have I have the uh, state retirement plan. It's called Peacers plus, um, you know, the Social Security. The way I'm projecting things, if I work till I'm 70 and then retire, I'd only be earning a little more than what I'm earning now. And, of course, with the way inflation's going, I mean, that's not a good plan. So I, 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 if, I, if, if I may, if uh, the good Lord wills it, that, that I can keep working, I would. But uh, I, I would take full Social Security and, and continue to work. Now, do they still take Social Security taxes uh, after that point, after you've signed up for Social Security retirement benefits? Uh, they may, and, it, and it's a function of your other income. If your other income is above a certain level, your Social Security may be up to 85% taxed. Uh, it sounds like probably not a big deal, probably not a major challenge for you at that point if you're in roughly the same income pattern because your uh, your income uh, has to be reasonably high. I've got the chart buried here someplace. But, um, well, for me, it's somewhere high 30s right now, low 40,000. Nope. You, you, you should uh, be you fine. Know, and, of course, Joseph, you're, you're, you're planning well in advance, which is fantastic. And make sure that, of course, you circle back to us when you get a little bit closer and we'll, we'll give you more specifics and more and more detail. But thank you for the call and God bless you. 610-720-7900. Let's go back to the phones. We talked to Jim. Jim, good morning. Good morning, Gene. How are you, sir? I am fine. And yourself? Very, very well. How may we serve you? Well, I'd like to review some things you talked about earlier in the show regarding MRD and uh, gifts of checks. Mm-hmm. Now, the MRD, you talked about uh, taking it out by November 1st, and I'm wondering why you said that. Uh, because the um, IRS has no sense of humor and gives us very little latitude about ensuring that uh, the required minimum distributions are out of your account by the end of the year, by the end of December 31st. Ten years ago, you could have requested that from your IRA on December 26th and had absolute confidence it would have been handled by the end of the year. Because of staffing shortages, because of uh, the uh, lots of folks working from home, because government employees or bank employees or custodial employees have a different job um, uh, what uh, philosophies these days, things are not happening as quickly as they would typically years ago have happened. So we're encouraging everyone uh, on November 1st or as close to that date as they can to request their required minimum distribution to ensure that their custodian gets that out and into their hands by the end of the year. Okay, because I always take it out at the end of the year, and I was just wondering if there was some change in the rules. The change is not in the rule. The change is in the mechanics. And the mechanics are, if you were to call uh, our, our More Than Money World Headquarters works predominantly with Charles Schwab as our custodian. If you were to call Charles Schwab 10 years ago, again, on December 26th, you would have had no struggle whatsoever. I guarantee you, if you call Charles Schwab after about December 10th, 
you're going to be put on hold. There's going to be delays and the delays could end up really pinching you from an IRS standpoint. And in my world, there's no reason to take that risk. If you're taking your RMDs at the end of December or in the middle of November, it is mox nicks in terms of either taxes or performance. So I wouldn't take the risk and wait. If you choose to go ahead and wait, that's on you, and the IRS may end up pinching you because of it. Oh, okay. Was, is there a difference if I take out the uh, shares of, of stock or mutual funds rather than cash? No, there's no difference whatsoever. No, I meant in terms of of the uh, of getting the, the job done. Uh, no, almost none. No, the instruction to the custodian, whether it's cash or whether you're uh, taking it in kind, is is exactly the same paperwork. It's the exact same instruction. It should have little or no effect on how long it takes to get it done. Okay. And my other question was, I think you said that unlike the RMD, uh, where the IRS considers it uh, taken out in the year that the check is cut from your financial institution. If I have, if I wrote a check uh, for a gift for a family member in one year and they cash it the next year, it would be considered uh, a gift in the year it was cashed rather than the year the check was written. Is that correct? That is correct. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I always tell them, you know, you got to cash it by the end of the year. And last year, two of my grandchildren did not. So you're saying that they already have this gift uh, in 2022. Indeed. Okay, well, that clears that up. I thank you very much. No, you're very welcome, Jim. God bless. Okay. He listens well. Yeah, he does. He got everything exactly right, (laughs) which is, gosh, that's way more than I do on an average show. That's... People are so kind. They say, I listen to you every week. I said, goodness, I don't even listen to me every week. There's just lots. We got some very nice thank yous, very nice thank yous from folks about NUA. Oh, cool. About, hey, we've got stock. And wow, that's really nice to know that when a time comes, I can do that, which is, by the way, uh, NUA is not uh, necessarily connected to RMDs. No. You can do an NUA rollout long before you're required to take an RMD. That's right. So yep. you you have that option. Uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago. I think you were on assignment, uh, a Juliana assignment, <laughs> which is very important. Mm. This is important. She's the best. I'm just telling you, the best. Um, and she's going to make a great grandpa because I'm a very <laughs> good influence on her. Grandpa. I'm a very good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, she's got a role model for being an adorable grandpa. But uh, we were talking about in-service rollovers and how folks who are um, not even close to retiring can be unhappy with their 401ks and decide that they want to take that to an IRA and do something very, very different with it. So our uh, in-service rollovers are available long before you need RMDs. NUAs, net unrealized appreciation, available long before you take RMDs. Lots. But thank you to everybody who's uh, absolutely uh, you're very kind. Very kind. Mm-hmm. 610-720-7900. Back to the phones. We talked to Pat. Pat, good morning. Uh, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, 
I, I, I know you spoke about this many times, but I'm approaching 59 and a half. And so uh, RMDs, uh, what is the required minimum distribution in IRAs? Like, what's the amount? Well, fortunately, Pat, for you, you're a good currently 14 years ahead of time. Uh, RMDs don't, yeah, they don't kick in for you until 72. And depending on the new law, by the time you get there, it might be 75. Yep. So you got some time. Well, good for you for planning in advance. I'm just I'm, I'm planning ahead. Ah, I'm good for you. You can use a rule of thumb that in the first year, they will look to have you take 4% of your IRA balance out as your initial RMD. Now, again, planning well in advance, those rules could very well change. Uh, but for you, if you had, I'm picking a number, half a million bucks in your IRA when you take your RMDs, you would be looking at approximately a $20,000 uh, required minimum distribution. And that, the RMDs, adding. Like 59 and a half, right? The day you turn 59 and a half, and that year, you need to, RMDs are required. No, right? no, 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 no. That's no. the age when you can start to take money out of your retirement account without penalty. But that's not when okay. you're required to take money out. Right now, you're not required to start taking money out every year until you're 72. But like Gene said, oh, there's a pending law where they might even be delaying that farther. But 59 and a half is when you can start to withdraw if you need to use the money for income and there won't be a penalty for taking it out. Oh, well, that's good news, isn't it? Absolutely. That's what yeah, we're all about here. Uh, uh, Only uh, good Pat, news. Pat, we're all about good news. <laughs> Okay. Well, I just uh, thanks for clarifying that, and uh, love your show. Been listening for years, and uh, it's a great service. Uh, beautiful Saturday, uh, you know, to listen to you all these years, and obviously it's a beautiful morning. Thank you so much. God bless you, brother. Take care. You too. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Back to the phones. We talked to Gary. Gary, good morning. Good morning again, Gene and Melissa. Uh, I just <clears throat> received a. Uh, uh, RMD notification from an inherited IRA, and I just paid attention that the disbursement amount was calculated on last year's worth. Mm -hmm. So just make believe I'm listening to the conversations uh, about you know when to take uh, RMDs and different things. Would it be possible, you know, let's just say last year uh, at the end of the year, it was fifty thousand dollars. They calculated, and they're they're going to disperse four thousand mm -hmm. dollars. So that account, which happens to be in stocks, let's just make believe I'm going to take it out in May. Well, that account, the way things have been going, may have fallen down to twenty six thousand worth. Mm -hmm. So they're going to take that four thousand out of that twenty six, and then let's just make believe that twenty six goes back up to fifty again. They recalculate it for the next year. My, my point is. Is is it essential to kind of look at your worth of your account as to when you should take out the RMD? Because you could possibly deplete that account if you take it out at the wrong time and they calculate at, at the wrong time. It, it, am I thinking wrong? Or uh, what? It's not that you're, you're, you're not thinking wrong, but, but you are certainly thinking very optimistically because you are optimistic in the sense that you know in your heart of hearts – when the right time is and when the wrong time is. Because if you were psychic, 
you would have taken uh, this year's RMD out back in January when the market was at its peak for the year. Uh, if you were uh, psychic and you knew that the market was going to bottom out at the end of September, which we're all prayerful that it is because October has been a very good month, then you would have gotten back into the market in some way, shape, or form. No one is psychic, uh, but you, you follow your best instincts. So you're absolutely right. The, uh, the uh, RMD is based on December 31st of 2021 when the market was at this, uh, looking back, probably at a high or a near high. Uh, and yes, that, that could have dropped dramatically. By the way, if your investments fell by 50% this year, you're in the wrong investments likely because uh, even bad uh, investments in the market are in the low 20s to mid 20s. So um, make sure that you're in the right investments for yourself. But you're absolutely right. It, it is possible that this it does a U. Uh, you go from high in January to low during the year and then back up to high in December and you're right back in the mix. When we uh, when clients ask us when should we take it early or late, uh, it's uh, a pretty simple answer. When do you need it? And if the answer is we well we we don't really need it now, well then wait, and and play the percentages. And over many many years of taking it out at a certain point in time, uh, you you will on average do well. Some years eh not that great. Some years great, and most years eh mox next. So you'll be fine for folks who want to play ultimate percentages. They find out what their RMD is. They divide it by 12 and they take out one twelfth each month. Mm -hmm. So they would have mm -hmm. taken out a little bit at a high point, a lot this year at a lower point, And then hopefully, hopefully by the end of December, back to a high point, back to a high point. So thank you Wonderful. very much. Okay. Very, very good. Very interesting question. Yeah. Okay, thank you for your information. Uh, you're welcome. 610-720-7900. If you have not been with us for the entire show, important to remember that our show is, thanks to uh, the uh, technological efforts of Dawn's little boy, Johnny, <laughs> and Miss Megan, uh, if well, that is her real name, actually. No worries. Uh, Megan will post our show uh, on our website on Monday. So you can check all that out. So when you hear people in in the m couple last calls going, hey, earlier you said uh, you might want to uh, take a look at that because we've given you some significant cautions. Um, don't wait. Don't wait on your RMDs. Don't wait on your QCDs. Don't wait on making your gifts. Don't wait on getting your I-bonds. Don't wait. Uh, the service industry is now as uh, getting as far away from the word service as it can possibly be. Uh, I talked to companies that I've dealt with for years and it's just painful. It is just painful and uh, understandable. Uh, there are uh, job opening signs everywhere I go, everywhere I go. So the, the, it does not surprise me that many companies are working with uh, um, what short staffed, uh, job openings. Um, I've seen lots of signs places. Please be patient uh, with our workers because they're the ones who actually showed up today, mm. which God bless them. There's a lot of places people just don't even show yeah, up. Yeah, like me. Like, you. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, those days and I just don't show up. Well, she's there, but <laughs> she doesn't actually show up, if you know what I mean. <laughs>
And if you didn't hear, if you well, how, how, you probably heard the roar from Houston. Uh, the Phillies roared back from uh, five down to one of baseball's greatest pitchers of all time, Justin Verlander. He showed up. Took the first game of the World Series, 6-5. What a great adventure. And the Nazareth Blue Eagles roared back from a deficit in the first half and came back to not only win uh, the game against Easton uh, last evening, uh, 35-28, but also secure the championship, EPC South. Yes. Fantastic. And I guess Northampton, EPC North, is that Yes, they had an undefeated season. Undefeated season. Congratulations to that team. And uh, I know um, playoffs are going to start relatively soon. I, right? Yeah, I, I expect there will be a playoff game on Friday night. Wow, so that quick. So lots of great excitement, lots of great fun. And and we, we are so blessed. Uh, our audiences are, are – uh, and, and I made the point, um, if, if you want a controversial newsletter – Make sure you're getting our newsletter because that'll probably go out by email on Monday. Actually, I told Megan, send it out whether we get approval or not. I think it's that important. Uh, get it out. I want it out before the election. Make sure that you vote. Um, uh, we have our uh, our ballots all completed, and uh, we want to make sure that you vote. And as I have said often, because you guys are, are deeply committed to the American way of life, vote early, vote often. This is a very important election so get as many of those filled out as you possibly can <laughs> and uh, and just make sure since there's no uh, video cameras on the drop boxes that you just post a couple of lookouts and then you know just stuff them in there mm. tongue-in-cheek this is tongue-in-cheek right <laughs> most of the advice we've given today is good <laughs> <laughs> oh, most of it not 100 wow. <laughs> as well said actually it was hurtful it's hurtful. That's going to leave a scar. It's accurate. Yeah, that's going to leave a big scar. But yeah, it was very accurate, actually. <laughs> right up to the point about the whole, well, the whole thing with Karen's, that was pretty useful. It was. And if you didn't Indeed. hear that, you're going to want to hear yeah, it. So yeah, it's worth listening sure, to the recording just for that little make story. Make sure you go to the pie. Now, we mentioned in passing, and I, I'm shocked that you didn't, like, start blaring the trumpets. About? The markets. Oh. October. Oh. <gasps> What a week. Just, ooh, just this ooh, week alone. Yeah, ooh. lots of very green days, triple-digit gains in the Dow, and, yeah, good stuff, really good stuff. Nice. It's really nice to see a little a little lift in the in the numbers. Yeah, I'm happy for that. You're happy for I our am, clients? I and am you, so and, happy and, for and our clients. And a lot of our clients, let's see, in November 1st is Tuesday. They'll probably get their October statements, not on the 4th. That's too quick. Uh, but probably <laughs> the following week. Yeah. And Maybe on election day there's or thereabouts. Uh, there's going to be some smiles. Yeah. There's going to be um, some that smiles. That makes me happy. Uh, we had a very good month in July, eh, August, and September. Not that great. And then a really solid month so far in October, assuming that, that Monday just holds solid. We yeah. should be fine. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and that will be a, a big lift. And, of course, the election has the potential. Potential. For giving us a very big lift as well. A lot of folks have said what, 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 they can't do anything. And the answer is that's true. And that's exactly what we're hoping for. Stalemate. We hope they tie each other up for the next two years so that neither party, uh, neither the Congress nor the White House can do much of anything. Could we, would we pray that they would change the energy policy? We will pray. They will not. 
where we pray that they can roll back some of this just ill-conceived uh, government spending. Trillions and trillions of dollars. We have 40% more dollars now than we had two years ago. 40%. And then we go, why is there inflation? Because there's a lot of cheap dollars chasing a supply chain that's broken. So, hey, your uh, your refrigerator is 800 bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. It's 1200 I'm sorry if I can get it for you, it's $1,600. Now, I know that you've never had an experience with appliances. but No, I haven't bought Three new appliances in the last year. And had, had, had her head almost explode three different times. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yes. It, it, do we expect that there, that, that there can be retrofit, that there will be uh, retreat and reversals? No, we don't expect it. What we're prayerful is stalemate. And if the election goes well, however you define that, mm-hmm. um, the... Um, Emotional lift is a very realistic benefit. It is. Very realistic benefit. And then stalemate for two years would be an increasingly uh, uh, amazing and and appreciated benefit. Um, Dramatic returns in the market or the the economy, we don't expect that. Modest returns, yep. 2023, 2024, do we think modest gains? I think so. Now, keeping in absolute top of mind that my psychic ability has been only confirmed when you rewrite it as psychotic ability. Mm -hmm. If you spell it correctly, psychotic. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Extra letters. Just please. It's easy. It's easy. Well, um, gosh, we've covered so much ground and with not a whole lot of time left. If you heard anything on today's show that you would like more information, If you'd like a free second opinion meeting with any of our financial advisors and uh, our team is growing, growing, growing. So there's lots to pick from, lots of good stuff. Uh, All you have to do is ask. Uh, You can uh, go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. You can send Alyssa an email, A-L-Y-S-S-A at askmtm.com, gene at askmtm.com. And you can go old school and give us a call, 610-746-7007. Folks, thanks for spending part of this glorious morning with us. Be grateful and be back right here next week on More Than Money. 13 months